Welcome to this episode of Ad Agency Live. Now, before we actually get into this episode, uh, I just wanted to personally thank you for taking the time to come check us out. We really appreciate our listeners. You guys mean the world to us, and you are the reason why we are creating this content. And I would also like to invite you to come check out ProfitableAds.com. That is actually our agency. So what we do is we help businesses such as yourself cut acquisition costs by up to 50%, meaning you can get people into your business using paid advertising for half the price. Now, you can't just pay us to do this work for you. We actually have what's called a partner program. And if you have an active business that is making money and you would like to cut your cost per acquisition uh, and use online advertising to leverage for your business, I highly recommend that you come check us out at ProfitableAds.com forward slash apply or just ProfitableAds.com and click the apply button and I look forward to talking to you soon. Now enjoy this episode of Ad Agency Live. Thanks. Welcome fellow marketer to Ad Agency Live with Zach Radford and today we're going to learn another amazing marketing tactic grow your business. Let's get into it. Hey, how's it going guys? Zach here with another episode of Ad Agency Live. Uh, today I have an extreme, uh, it's an extreme honor to have uh, Philip Gibbs here. He's a world-renowned business strategist who has mastered online referrals and affiliate partnerships. Uh, Philip is responsible for generating over $16 million in revenue and consulted for some very, very large companies. Philip, welcome my friend. Hey there, Zach. Absolute pleasure to uh, to join you on your podcast. Uh, looking forward to sharing some huge value bombs with your community and, and having some cool. fun as well, right? Yes, 100%. Uh, we truly appreciate you being here and uh, taking time. I know you're busy and that's why we have you on here to bring some value, man. Drop, drop the value bombs. So I always like to start at the very beginning. What got you started in the digital world and, and kind of tell us your backstory, man? Yeah, sure. So I, I will, um, I know sometimes this just bores the crap out of people, right? So <laughs> I will keep it, I will I, keep I think, it deliberately. Uh, I think those moments are important. It's like those crucial things that got you to where you need to be. Uh, I know it's a little boring, but skim. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I just like, I just tend to say it as it is, right? Um, yeah. So in a, in a nutshell, I was running a very traditional business. It was a golf and country club a super diverse business, uh, you know, with retail, with memberships, with obviously the golf itself, with the conference mm -hmm. facility, all the rest of it. And uh, we were growing it to scale and sell. And um, basically I got in, this is 2005, six, and I got into the digital world. Um, that was my first foray because ultimately, of course, when you're looking to sell a business, we were looking to maximize, you know, revenue streams, maximize profitability and turnover. And uh, we got all this stock sat. We had two shops and uh, we got all that stock sat on the shelves. And I was like, man, we need to turn this over more often, more frequently. How can we scale that up? <laughs> so, yeah, started selling on eBay and, uh, yeah, grew a, grew a really nice eBay business and then uh, spent an absolute fortune fortune 
as you did back in 2005, six, uh, you know, having a full e-commerce website built, which looked absolutely awful in comparison to today's uh, <laughs> progress, right? Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah we, we, we basically grew a digital side of that business out of nowhere in, uh, in a little over 18 months. And it, it went on to, to add quite a considerable, considerable amount to the value of the company by the time we were sort of selling in 2008. And uh, yeah, I realized as we'd sold that, that that's the bit I really loved. So it was a natural progression to, to keep that part of it going and just do more and more digital stuff as I came out selling that business. And then I set up on my own and just started consulting, mentoring on that, on what basically what I'd learned, just sharing all the, all the mistakes I'd made, right? Um, just sharing the sharing those with other, with other people to help them navigate it. You're constantly, you know, failing, failing, fail fast, you know, and solving these problems and getting stuff. So you essentially got your start at like, that's like the dawn of the internet. You know, the internet's a baby now. That was like pre-infant. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's was, it was like, it wasn't black and white, but it was definitely blue and gray when I got started, right? Everything was blue and gray. <laughs> yes, yes, she's brand, brand new, still wet behind the ears. <laughs> so, and then, so essentially you, you took that success, probably that into some consulting and you really got your focus in uh, with referral partnerships, right? Is that, is that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was um, initially I sort of went on to sort of help some companies set up e-commerce stores and things like that. And and yeah. then I realized that actually the bit that the bit that I really loved and the bit that got me really passionate is is much more around how companies can collaborate and how they can, you know, some people are very protective about what they've got. But actually, I think if you look at the really big businesses, you know, that they're, they're very open to collaborating. Um, and, in, and of course, it helps you scale a whole, you know, shed loads faster than you can mm -hmm. if you've got a closed mindset. And, uh, you know, some of the best partnerships I've ever set up have been with people that are, they're not necessarily competing, but they've probably got a very similar community. Um, mm. and, and their products might only be slightly different, but they'd be some of the most successful uh, joint, joint ventures, affiliate partnerships, you know, all that kind of stuff that I've ever set up. So, yeah, I loved that side of it. I loved how basically I was collaborating. And I guess I was looking initially how I could collaborate with other people, you know, to scale what I was doing beyond the geographical limits I'd got of, of, of my coaching here in the UK and um, yeah I just I, I love I love making connections building my network and uh, it, it was really it was really that that fueled the the passion to get companies doing more collaboration so as essentially you you went you had your e-commerce business you started building these relationships in a natural progression to building these uh, affiliate uh, partnerships and referral partnerships just in case somebody doesn't know who's listening what is uh, a, like a referral partnership or um, an affiliate agreement or something along those lines affiliate. yeah so um, I mean I think there's right there's lots of different words that all mean <laughs> something remarkably similar around yes. around this so strictly speaking you also mentioned different. JV as well right and JV has, has been there as well and yeah so if we could just like simplify it for the listeners so they know Sure. So, um, so I think we should use the term affiliate partners uh, because okay. that's it's that's technically that's its proper term. And um, what we mean by that is that somebody who is going to somebody's going to get paid a commission uh, for every successful sale that they build, bring into a business. 
But the benefit for the business owner, of course, is that mm -hmm. it means that they're not, they don't have to speculate their cash. So they don't have to, if you start up or you scale up business, you, know, you don't have to rely on always um, speculating cash or Beautiful. gambling some money up front in yeah. the hope that it's at a later date that that money will not only come back into your business, but will come back, you know, multiplied by two or three or 10 or whatever it might be. So I, I love them from that reasons because it really gives an opportunity for a business to scale without um, a demand on cash flow. And for a lot of smaller businesses, in fact, you know, I, I mean, I know I work with a lot of seven figure businesses as well. And a lot of them are still constrained by cash flow because there's always other stuff you want to do with cash, right? 100%. And absolutely. And, and there is a way that using the system that we've developed and stuff that, that you can, you can scale your business. You can bring in the leads and you can watch flows and convert them and nurture them through the sales. And then at that point, you, you might pay quite handsomely at that point to yes. reward the person that brought that in. But of course it's cash flow positive because you've made the sale. So you're only giving away a percentage of that money that you've made once you've made it. And, uh, and for me, that's, that's the big, big benefit. And of you it. wouldn't otherwise have that unless that relationship was formed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the key bit of that props I've missed out there is that um, now, cause I've been doing this for like over 10 years now, it's 11 mm -hmm. years, nearly 12. Um, the other key bit is that it allows you to scale much faster than you could ever do on your own. Because what you do when you partner with somebody is effectively you gain the, the trust that they have in their community and that gets transferred across to you. I call it my transfer of trust blueprint. And, um, you know, there's a system, there's a formula that you can use to make that like happen. Essentially, you leverage their trust and their likability to be able to get your message out to their their community. And, and yeah, no, I think I think that's great. How So... Uh, essentially these, these relationships, uh, it's harder, especially for a smaller company. And I know for myself, uh, an experience when I first started to approach other companies and really build these, uh, these great relationships. Uh, I was lucky enough to have sponsored funnel hacking live and I met a ton of great people. And through that, I seized the opportunities to build these great relationships, uh, other than going to a live event, what, what are some ways that people can, uh, build these, uh, partnerships? Cool. So actually the, um, I, I mean, Funnel Hacking Live is obviously awesome. So big congrats yeah. for that, Ram. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, uh, for me, actually, the number one mistake that people make is that they, they try to think who will be a great partner. Mm -hmm. And actually what makes a great partnership is not the partner, it's their community. Mm. So, so let me just say that again, because that's it's normally it's a bit of a light bulb moment for moment for people. 100%. Is that what great to make partnership? What makes a great partnership is not the partner; it's their community, right? Because 100%. it's fueled by successful sales. You know, giving value to a community, getting high engagement, mm -hmm. whether they decide to buy or not, they're grateful mm -hmm. that they've had the the insight that you've shared with them. Um, and that all happens at community level, not necessarily at partner level, right? Yeah, um, so sometimes though, you know, as entrepreneurs, we can be, um, and the same in any marketing, right? You know, sometimes we, we, can, we can be a bit blinkered and we can think that we know best 
uh, and it's much better to then, you know, keep, keep quiet and <laughs> keep quiet and listen to the community. So number yeah. one is I look or get really, really clear on who is the ideal customer for whatever product that I might have at that point in time. You know, and, it, mm -hmm. and obviously we can have more than one ideal customer, but I tend of to course. get quite micro about who I'm really trying to target. So it might be trying to target, you know, for me, one of my avenues is, is coaches that have a, a digital course that's not selling. Okay. Of course. So, so that's, 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 that's a really quite a micro niche when I go down to yeah. that, but it, that just means that when I, when I start sharing some content with them as community members, then immediately I'm going to get engagement and traction what because I'm talking hundred percent to their pain point. Right. Um, sure. so yeah, so if I look at that and then I, I, once I've got really clear about that micro level of, of, uh, avatar, if you like, ideal mm -hmm. customer, then I look for the, I call them watering holes, you know, where, where do they hang out as a collective? Um, uh, and then Facebook, in Instagram, like where, where are the people at and then find out who's in charge of those accounts and then a hundred percent. Yeah. So then who influences them when they're hanging out in that community? And that influencer is the partner that I want to build a relationship with. So it's like a, it's like reverse engineering it, but you can see when yeah. you do it that way, how you win. And when you think initially of the partner, potentially how you, I wouldn't say you lose because this is the lowest risk form of marketing of there course. is out there. Right. Of course. Um, time. <laughs> but but you definitely, yeah, you can, you can lose time and, and actually you can perhaps burn a bit of a relationship if you think that you've got a lot of value to give and then it, it works out that actually their community isn't quite what you thought it was. And yeah, yeah. so you can taint a relationship a bit quick if you go about it the wrong way. But so yeah, start getting really micro down. Who do you want to serve? So I guess for your agencies and stuff, you know, because yes. obviously you can run ads for anybody, right? But yes. if we try and run ads for anybody, we'll run ads for nobody. So exactly who do we want to try and run ads for? And then build out those little, um, uh, look at those communities, look at where they hang out, look Definitely. at who influences them. And then I have, um, I don't, I read the Dream 100, thinking back to what you said with Funnel Hacking Live. You know, I've done, yes. a, I've done a lot of work with Russell and Dave. Woodward I was just going to mention the Dream 100, so that's funny that you brought that up. Yeah, I tend to use uh, something that's a bit more, I call it like my power 25 grid. It's a five by five grid. Yes. Um, so I think it chunking everything down makes it much more doable than trying yes. to think. Yes, hundred's a lot. <laughs> and I've actually done it personally. I've done the Dream 100. It's a lot of work to maintain. Uh, and like we literally had to hire somebody to be on it and then we couldn't really trace the ROI right away. And it was, it was, it was a lot. 25 would make sense. Yeah. So, and I tend to do it. I like the, the five by five grid. So I have yes. like five people along the bottom. So once I've done that first piece that we've just talked about, I'd say, right. So who are the, who are the first five people that I think I can, I can open the door to, um, you know, and, yeah. and who, if I did a bit of playing around on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, and you soon realize how close you are to some of these people, you know, you're maybe yes. one, maybe one connection away from any of these. It, it, normally at the first tier, they're already in your network. You've yes. just not really, uh, you've not really like made the connection with them. Right. Yep. Um, so then, you know, literally I tend to start with people like, let's think of saying, right, well, let's three or five partners let's just get three or five partners out there mm -hmm. and uh, and personally now i just do one partnership a month and uh, for two weeks of any one month i'm sharing value Beautiful. in that partners community um i you know so i've got a set like little launch formula that i work through with jeff walker 
and um, so it's a little sort Who is of micro-launch secrets. Oh, yeah, Jeff. So, yeah. We were in Puerto Rico together in, in April and uh, a mastermind. And yeah, he just never, he never fails to to give me multiple light bulb moments whenever I've been around him. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Wow. And you want to do your best <laughs> anyway, yourself with people like that, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, your, your, your net worth is your network, right? So I've, yeah, I've invested heavily in building mine. I'm sure you are yours too, right? Oh, of course, of course. Definitely. But um, yeah, so that's uh, that, that, that takes them through that little sequence. Share share lots of value with them, and uh, yeah, away you go. Then I think yeah. you know your guys are marketers, so they're going to know the crooks of, of how to convert. Definitely. You've got to mean it's just a different way of thinking about hooking the leads in. How would you go about getting their attention? So let's say we have like one or two is in our reach within our network, but let's say it's somebody outside of that. Like we all have we all have the ideal person that we'd want to work with, like the dream client, how, how would you go about forming that relationship? Just to kind of simplify it for some people. Right. So, um, so it's all about stepping stones. Mm -hmm. So I, I never go after that big relationship and, and until I've earned the right to go after that big relationship. Right. Love it. Love it. Yes. Definitely. So, heard, so heard Russell Brunson yeah. called digging your well. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. You've got to earn your way in there, but it's amazing how quickly you can scale through that. So, so like, you know, I, if I think how I got to Jeff Walker, like, you know, and, and, and have, you know, Jeff's mobile number and know his son, Dan and, and what have you. Now, yes. he, he was a, he was a top tier guy, right. In, in, in my and dream top. 100 or my top 25 or whatever it might yeah. be. Um, now, if I'd immediately started knocking on Jeff's door and I got nowhere, I'd have wasted loads of time and efforts. There's no yes. chance I'm going to get through, right? Yes. Um, but then, you know, then I started to work through. could relationship as well, right? Like you're kind of yeah, you know, if you, that you, bridge if you're not ready for it. Absolutely. You know, you don't ask a, you don't ask your date to marry you on the first night, do you? You know, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's not going to end up well anyway. No, 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 no. And if, she, and if she said yes, it's probably not the right day. <laughs> right. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 a great way of doing that is to play the long game and just look, you know, we've got more tools available to us now than we've ever had. And I use LinkedIn a lot for this kind of this kind of stuff, and Absolutely. and I can very quickly see uh, my sort of two steps. Normally, you know, sometimes it sometimes it might be three if you're just starting out. Normally, mm -hmm. it's two or one, and you can see who's connected. And then I don't necessarily use LinkedIn to make the connection. Mm -hmm. I just use that to do the research to show me the path options that I've got between where I want to be now. And ultimately where I would love to be. Um, and then I just, depending on how much prioritize, I, priority I emphasize on that top partner, then mm -hmm. I just work my way through it. And, and often, I, you know, I find the way through that where when I'm finding winning partnerships on the way, because actually the guy that introduced me to Jeff is a really good friend of mine called, uh, called Mark Wade. And uh, Mark, I'd, I'd done a lot of work with Mark, setting up affiliate partnerships and referral partnerships mm -hmm. with one of his companies. And um, Mark knew Jeff, uh, and I knew that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, earned the right, I earned the right through delivering results for Mark. And then Mark said, hey, you know, I've got this event. Jeff's coming out to it in Puerto Rico. Would you like to come out? Blah, blah, blah. a few years ago. Yes. And I said, absolutely, yeah. And ever since, it's been a bit of a like an annual event. And um, you know, so you just earn that right. I would say, you know, never, 
never try to do too much too soon because you can make your money on the way to finding that big partnership as well. And often that really helps you refine your message so that when you do get the big opportunity, that you're really honed for it, not just personally in yourself, mm-hmm. but you're confident that your messaging and your systems and your back office and everything is in place so wow. that not only can you deliver huge value, but any of their community that comes on board and starts to work with you is going to have a brilliant experience. So that's important that, as well, right? Yeah. You have to make if you sure want to do it more than once. If they're going to trust you to speak to their audience, <laughs> the last thing they would want is like, you need to make sure. I, I love that. You know, that, that's very sound advice. Basically, um, earn the right to work with these bigger people. Now, so in my personal uh, experience, I had an opportunity to work with somebody who was very, very large, very, very quick. And it was an utter nightmare for me. Um, it, it wasn't what I expected. I had all these demands and I had to, I literally walked away from a multi-million dollar deal because I wanted to sleep at night <laughs> yeah. you know, because be careful what you ask for too. Um, and I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to meet these people and I won't name names. Uh, we started working and collabing together. It was the opposite of what I had expected. And I, I, I'm a very nice guy. So I was saying yes to a lot of things and I was newer, uh, which just ended up almost corroding the relationship. And I just said, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't think we're capable of doing what you need us to do. And I backed out of the deal. Uh, we probably could have done it, but it would have cost me some years, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, I, well, it's, good it's, on you for doing that and, and being, and being, you know, honest enough to, to stick your hand up and say, you know, Hey yeah. guys, this, this, this is going a bit, bit faster than I thought it could, it would go, or it's going Definitely. a bit beyond the scope that, that I, that I can deliver on because Definitely. yeah, partnerships want to be a long-term deal. And, yes. and I build them in a very, with a very deliberate fashion so that, so that it's long-term success because, you know, anybody can have a fast failure, but what's yeah. the point in that, right? That's not clever. Uh, you know, sustainable, in, long-term growth is clever. In the agency's model, it's like for every client that you take on, it just gets more and more work, right? And like, so when, like, so for that particular partnership, and the original agreement was for a hundred it ended up being a thousand and like how do you solve that problem you can but how do you bring it make sure all the standards stay the same right so it's all about i, I love that that advice though earn uh, i wish i would have started with something a little bit smaller and it would have been true to the hundred and then we would have been strong enough to handle the thousand and be able to scale and grow that uh, my business ended up taking a, a turn anyways we did something totally different but it's about making those connections basically identifying um, who you'd want to partner with and, and how to really form those relationships by reverse engineering their network. Who do you know and provide value every step of the way uh, up the ladder until you get to actually meet them. And that builds you as a person and, and as a company, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I a hundred percent. You can, it's a great philosophy to have. We, we share the, we share the same principles there. It's better to, it's yeah. better to grow slow in a sustainable fashion. And that doesn't mean slow as in not profitable, that just yeah. means like manageable, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Stressed out to the max because, it, and like when I first, it, as business owners, we get excited. As entrepreneurs, we get excited. And you're like, I want this deal. And then when you actually get into it and realize what it, what it takes, you, you have to weigh all, everything that's, that's involved. And as entrepreneurs, we don't think about that. We think about the end goal. And then when like, we're going to get there, we're going to forge ahead. So I absolutely love that as well. Um, now I'm sure some people are thinking, 
like that's great. We can reach out and build uh, some of these partnerships. Um, maybe let's let's talk about like what's the biggest single problem that they're probably faced during this journey, and kind of how can they solve that? Uh, so so the, the the biggest challenge is obviously a load of a load of no's, or what <laughs> what is actually worse than that is a load of yes no's. Um, uh, yeah, and 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 so actually. Um, what you want to work out is before you even start doing this is that linking it into your marketing plan. Um, how, um, how are you going to, you know, what products do you want to offer at what point to what community and how are you going to motivate the partners um, to actually do what they said they're going to do when you want them to do it? Uh, because that's the real, that's the real key to it. Um, and I don't know about you, but that I, I, you know, I know a lot of nice people in business, um, and yes. we're. I think we're probably we're as humans, we're always a bit inclined to to say yes when actually it it might be the answer. The real answer might be a maybe. Um, maybe the Brits are more inclined to do this. I don't know. You know, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it. So you're gonna you're gonna get you, you're gonna come up against some no's. Uh, but that's probably where you've missed the point, right? So the way to make sure you don't get the no is to make sure you've got the value that you can give to their community really, really crystal clear in Absolutely. your mind. Now, before I approach any new partnerships, I, because it's super easy these days, um, mm -hmm. I tend to hang out in my partner's community as a member of their community because sure. that, then, that then further endorses the fact that, that this is made up of hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of people that I know I can add value to. So yeah. I've only got to hang out in somebody's community for probably a week or two to see the type of questions, comments, discussion, challenges, Definitely. objections, and problems you, that are coming in. Do you in. add value in advance there? Like, are you answering questions? Yeah, so I, I play it strategically, like yes. some, but then I know that actually, look, I, you know, my real value is to be, is to be alongside the influencer, the owner of that community. Yeah. And because then I can put them through, you know, I, I, I've got my little launch sequence, if you like, which is genuinely like it's, it's thousands of dollars worth of value. Genuinely, you know, they say put your best stuff out there. Absolutely, 100%. Yes. Never shy away from that. You know, share your best stuff because they still can't necessarily do it but you've given them the insight about how to do their best. The light bulb right? moment. And then now they got to figure out the how. Yeah, exactly. Or the who or who's going to help them. <laughs> so, so make sure the values are really good fit. Then that will, that will get over a lot of the initial no's because if you go to a partner and say, Hey, I've, you know, I've been in your community for a couple of weeks now. I can see a lot of your guys are, have digital courses. I can see that they're not necessarily generating the sales that, that they should and that you obviously help them. You know, you may help them with XYZ or whatever it might be. Um, yes. I've got a slightly different angle and I'd love the opportunity to share it with your community. I've got a little three-part video training series. We can do it as videos. We can do it as Facebook Lives. There's a collection of downloads that go with it. It walks them through ABC, one, two, three, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and do you know what? They're going to get huge value out of that. Um, how about we think about sharing that, shedding a time for me to share that with your community? You know, how, how would that sound? Now, if you make that discussion, obviously, a little bit longer than I've just said that, but with that kind of context, yeah? Yes. Um, and it's 80% about the value that you can give to their community. Yeah. And only 20% about any commercial arrangement that may follow. 
then yeah. you're much you're much more likely to get a yes because you're showing that actually uh, look i'm not on a i'm not trying to make a quick buck here mm -hmm. I, i've actually got some value that i could share with your community and you know I think we could do it side by side in a really informative, yeah. interesting way. Um, that that gets you a lot more yeses, um, yeah. and then you're then then it's a case of sticking it in a really easy system that the where the partner can just literally share it. If that's all they want to do, all they've got to do is share a few links, uh, and that's it. If they obviously if they want to jump on Facebook Lives and do yeah. joint Facebook Lives and you run through it together, then that's cool too. If they want to do podcasts, no these problem. These people are, are busy, right? They're managing. And as I'm growing into one of these people that has a very large community, the the fact that you want to add value, and, and that's one of the main reasons we I have you on here today. It's like just to add value because it's as a community, head of a community, that's I think about this all the time. I'm like, how can I bring value? How can I impact people? Because that's what matters. Because if you keep doing that, uh, the money and everything else associated will come. Um, but definitely 100%. So essentially uh, approach people from like a human perspective is what I like to call it. And, and not so much a financial perspective. And then you can, again, you can earn the, the right to earn money with them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, literally, you know, I do, I do these and I'd recommend to your community, you think about just do one a month. Right. So I do, yes. I, I pencil out, I block out the middle two weeks uh, of every month and uh, I do one partnership every single month. And, um, you know, once you've done one successful, they probably, they're going to rebook probably. So they, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you, your 12 spots become sold out really, really quickly. Definitely. Definitely. I think that kind of segues into my last question for you is what's, uh, and I know this is a loaded question and I say this to everybody, but what's one thing, that our listeners can apply to their businesses, their agencies, um, that is going to give them the biggest impact and biggest return. Would you say be doing one of those a month with that? Yeah, well, 100%. So I would say, if, you know, what, what are the actions they can take away from this? Yes. Uh, I would say, I would say, let's, let's like boil down on what we've discussed. So get really clear on exactly what micro niches you want to serve mm -hmm. and exactly what those micro niches want to hear you know, what is their problem? How, do, how can you help them genuinely overcome it? Don't hold back with sharing the value, you know, put your best stuff into a sketch out as if you were writing a book or a little mini training course, whatever it might be, sketch out a little syllabus and split that across three little events, three little videos, um, and genuinely train and share them some real quality stuff with them. Um, give them some tangible downloads that they can consume as well, because just because people don't buy there and then doesn't mean they may not come back and buy later. Um, so boil that, boil that down, get really clear on that side of it. Once you've done that part of it and you know what you can share and exactly what the problem it's going to fix, then it becomes easy to find people with those problems. <laughs> Where do they hang out? Yeah. Where are the watering holes? Who influences them? Go to that community, hang out in there for yourself for a while, make the connection with the bigger people. Um, and, and just literally just start with like three. It's a game changer because you can make, you know, you can, if you've got products that sit for hundreds or thousands of pounds, you know, some of them might be hundreds of pounds a month or it might be thousands of pounds a month or it might be a one-off purchase, but you know, giving away 25, 40% of that once you've acquired the customer, is not as expensive as you may think when you think about how many leads go through your funnel that never end up buying. 
And as yeah. from an agency perspective, if you even do smaller percentages and you can do recurring as well, which people like recurring revenue, uh, and especially if you're really good at what you do, they're going to keep using you and grow and, and build those relationships. Uh, Philip, that, that was an amazing uh, list. And guys, if you're listening to this, I'd be taking notes and implementing that into your business. I've been doing this pretty much, that's how I started my business, is using something very similar to this. I used uh, the Dream 100, which I thought was a little overwhelming at first. Uh, but at the end of the day, I ended up winning a couple uh, great partners and they grow my business for me every single day. Um, and we're keep scaling that effort. So Philip, thank you very much for being here. Uh, what's the best way for my audience to kind of connect with you and, and learn more? I know you have a book as well, right? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways I can connect. So uh, we've got, um, just in case I know, I collaborate and launch, which is my, uh, my book. Um, so uh, absolutely, I'll ping a link, actually, we're going to do some show notes for this. Um, yeah. I'll, it's available on Amazon, but I, if I ping you a link, um, there's a half price version uh, direct from me. Um, yeah. I, I would say it's, it's sort of along the signs of the free plus shipping book offer funnel, but they're never free, are they? So I try to steer <laughs> away from that and just say, look, you save 50% if you buy from me direct. I think that's a bit cleaner. It sits a bit better with me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, 100%. So, uh, I'll ping the I'll ping you the, the list over. That's collaborate and launch. Um, if for some reason you're in a part of the world and you do want to get it from Amazon, it's available all over Amazon. Uh, if not, click on the link um, that's in the show notes. Uh, and additionally, if you wanted to come over and join my Facebook group, it's called Partnership Profits. Uh, just Google Partnership Profits. Uh, sorry, just go to Facebook and type in Partnership Profits. So ping to the top. Um, answer a few questions. Jump on in there. Join me on Facebook Lives and away we go. Yeah. Awesome. Phil, Philip, it's been an absolute pleasure. And guys, listen to this list. It's, it's very straightforward, uh, but this stuff works. I'm implementing it in my business. And uh, you heard it from Phil today. Um, you know, if you want results in your business, uh, start implementing right away. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure, Zach. Really, really enjoyed it. Take care. Okay. Talk to you soon.